We are I. Confucius once said, a great man is hard on himself, and a small man is hard on others. Now, did I hear Confucius say this? No. Did the internet, more importantly, or not more importantly, um, from a clarity perspective, was it Instagram that told me this? Somebody on Instagram raised this little meme, this quote that I see that then you know, I connect with, so then I repost. Then I realize, how the fuck do I know? How do you know? How does anybody know what Confucius once said? And we see these quotes all the time. Socrates, you know, Confucius, like all these guys. And yes, it might be written down somewhere. Have I investigated? Absolutely not. Can people be pulling shit out of thin air? 100%. But it made me stop and think. Because it made me stop and think to the perspective of... I feel like that this, this is me and this, this reigns true in my life, but in, in a different capacity where, yes, I do feel like that I am extremely hard on myself. I'm, I'm my worst critic every day, all day. I'm fucking ruthless on myself. I don't know why. I don't know whether if I was born that way or if that's a product of how my parents raised me or a product of school or life or a combination of all those things. I have no idea why, but I do know that this is me. And one thing I do know in today's life, whether Confucius actually said that or not, but again, let's say that he did. Let's speed this up to today and how this may be relevant in our lives today. Because I have actually been called abusive to other people for being hard on myself because it makes them feel like I'm judging them. And I was like, what kind of circle talk is that shit? So I'm hard on myself. You see me being hard on myself. You feel guilty. So now I'm being abusive towards you because you feel guilty because I'm trying to do more. And now I'm trying to do better. Now I'm expecting it of anybody else, you know, when people ask my opinion, that's a different thing, you know, but that's in today's life. So it got me thinking this morning, what would all of these, these thinkers, these thought leaders from way back in the day, when they're tripping the fuck out on mushrooms, creating democracy, you know, creating maps of the universe, you know, creating all these ethical and moral, moral codes for us today, What would they think? What would the quotes they would be coming up with if they lived today? Because we historically go back and we pull from all of them. We want to be like, see, you can live life like this. See, you can think like this. See, see, this is healthy. This is a good way to be able to live life and think and talk because this is the roots and the foundations for how we live our lives, you know, business, professional, personal, you know, in relationships, everything, every component of life. Like we look back at these historical moments and say, see, this is what people should be like. But 
what was going on around them outside of that, because we see people living this example today. But we also see what's going on around them as a result. But what was going on around all those people back then? Because we do know people like Shakespeare, whether or not you want to believe that Shakespeare actually wrote those plays. But we do know today that a lot of the words used in those plays originally weren't even words back then. And Shakespeare, if the reason why I say for all of you who don't know, which I'm sure most of you do, that it's even controversial that the real person that has taken credit for all of them actually wrote them because the person who may have wrote them was too scared to be able to, you know, put forth what they have wrote in fear of public persecution. And we do know that thought leaders all the time, no matter what scape they're in, no matter what era they lived in, have always been criticized and crucified for what they believe in, especially when it seems like it challenges people in any kind of capacity and in any kind of way. So this then leads me to believe that the one thing that we share in common now is what we did back then and what we always have is that people, there's a certain amount of people that just don't like to be challenged. There's a certain amount of people that just don't don't want to do better or just want to judge, want to judge other people who do want to do better. Then you have the people that feel like they're sitting on the the top of that, the apex of that spectrum and feel like they're the only ones who are doing good and the only ones who can change and the only ones who can have a positive effect. Because this gets into a conversation I had with one of my business partners and, you know, there's a little bit of a, a budding heads last week, you know, and this gentleman felt like that he was the only one who could successfully see through this project because the the unilateral perspective that he took on it saying that I'm the only one who can see a positive conclusion to this because of this series of events. So then I simply said, you know, like maybe there's multiple different ways of looking at this because there's three different people in this situation. Maybe the best thing to do is to understand where everybody's coming from instead of just telling the other two that they're wrong. And I so again, as I replay through these reels in my life and how these thoughts and these concepts, you know, really collide with personalities. And what have we actually learned all of this time to be able to control personalities? Well, the one thing we learned is that you can't. No matter how much education that we set out there, because I was just having this conversation again yesterday about what what do we do with people? Well, the answer always is, and the one thing that we all want to say, because it's just bluntly easy, is we need to educate people. But what do we actually know? The majority of people don't want to be educated on something or multiple things or everything that they should be. So it's easier just to turn a blind eye, smile and nod and keep on going. And I don't think that this is unique nor true to only our present time. Because again, we see this in the examples of thought leaders being persecuted back then or people who are creative not even wanting to publicly put out who they are in fear of persecution. We see this all the time. We see people through the entire course of our human history scared to talk, scared to think. 
And people have to hide this. We have extreme examples of people having to hide who they are, hide how they think, hide their beliefs, and a fear of even certain death. But the one thing that we can come back on is the the ignorance of people, the ignorance of human beings. Because this is really what it is. This is the really the root problem of all of this is sheerly just the ignorance of people themselves. And what does this all what does this all mean? What is the conclusion of all this? What what do we do with this information? Because again, this all started as saying that I'm highly critical on myself, and by proxy, other people think I'm judging them. Instead of those people being like, hey, or even me, trying to isolate myself more so that I'm not around those people, so I don't offend them, but offend them also because I'm isolating myself and then people feeling like that either I don't want to have them in my life or that I'm too good for them, which neither one of those things I feel I'm actually sheltering and hindering myself to be able to protect them in the eyes that they want to see me in. And I see a lot of people like this. So how many of the people in this world, where would we be today if people could just be free to express? Not these disclaimers, not these notions, not having to reflect back, not having to be able to weave in Bob through life, but people could just be free to express so they could be free to create, they could be free to give. And then people also have the opportunity to be able to free to find their lane, their avenue of where they're good, where they're great, where they excel. Instead of looking at other people and saying, if I was only like them, if I only had what they had, if I only had the set of life circumstances they had, it'd be easy for me like it was for them. No, none of that shit exists. We all have this one life, this very short time. And the worst thing is that that pops into my mind is that we do get reincarnated and we do have to live this life over again until we get it right. Because the one thing that I've learned in these 39 short years is what is actually right? What is actually right? And who gets to decide that? This is the problem. This is where we're at today. Instead of just being free to be able to live by our own moral compass, because I do truly believe that people are good. I do believe that people are good. So the question of the day is, when we come down to it, really what the the core of this is, is do human beings on a mass scale have the opportunity to be happy collectively together? 